0: Hey everyone, welcome to a mess nonetheless. I am Rachel and I'm Melissa and we are sisters and hello everyone. How are you today?
1: (laughs) Oh, I guess Uh, I asked that and nobody can actually answer me. Everyone say out loud how you are. I actually have (laughs) to tell you guys a story of how I woke up this morning. So, um, Bill and I've been sick and I have been, I cough, I cough. I've had a chronic cough for years. So when I get sick, I cough even more and I've struggled to sleep because of it. And um, last night was one of those nights where I was just up a lot. And I finally, around 3.30 this morning, fell asleep for about maybe 45 minutes or an hour to being aggressively woken up by Bill shaking me, Mosa, Mosa. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, I didn't think you were breathing. And I was like, what? (laughs) You thought I was dead? I was like, I was sleeping. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: I was like, I was finally sleeping. Why, like,
1: Bill? Why? I was like, just assume I'm always breathing.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whenever Randy comes over, that's our oldest son. He'll come over, and if I'm napping, he'll come in. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. Ma, you awake? Ma. Oh, hey, you're awake. I'm like, no. No, you hey, idiot! Is- I'm sleeping.
1: <laughs> he is way too old to be doing that. <laughs> I
0: agree. It was like, Randy, stop waking me up. My my other kids, my younger kids, they I'll hear them open the door. Like if I'm in that like almost asleep phase, mm-hmm. they'll open the door and silently close it. Except yeah. my six year old, but the and, other ones do. And I'm like, yeah. I have trained them right. Where did I go wrong with yes. Randy? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't yell at him enough. Oh I <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> Speaking of yelling, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. That's so funny. That was not planned. That or was not a planned segue. I just did that so naturally. No. <laughs> I should have yelled at him more. So, Mm -hmm. we titled this one When They Force Me to Yell, and we're using air quotes, air quotes, air quotes, because, you know, someone can't force us to yell. I mean, in Mm -hmm. fact, what was it that dad always said growing up? No one can make you feel a certain way. Like, he made me mad. He made me this. And he used to always say that no one can make you feel anyway. Like, we allow ourselves to go down that road.
1: We hated that phrase growing up. I hated it. Oh
0: my <laughs> gosh! I'm like, everyone makes me mad. Everyone makes me sad. Like I was like, yeah. just let me have my feelings. Yeah, yeah. I still it's don't a bad know that phrase, I, Dad. We still don't yeah, like it. I
1: know, and I don't know that I a thousand percent agree with it. I get where I he was going with it, but I because we are responsible for how we
0: react. At
1: least I think people right. can make us feel a certain way, but we are responsible for how we I react. Know.
0: I know. I actually don't know how much I agree with it either. I'm not sure that I have a solid – I don't have a solid stance for disagreeing with it. I just Mm -hmm. don't – it doesn't quite jive. Like it doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense to me. But I know Mm -hmm. um, I have this friend who used to say like same thing, kind of like no one can make you feel anything. Yeah. It doesn't already exist within you. So if like jealousy doesn't exist within you, someone can't make you jealous because you don't have any jealousy to be had or whatever. No one can make you mad if you don't have – but I was like but we do have feelings and God did make us with feelings. (laughs) Right. So I honestly don't know. I don't know. We have a lot of unknowns in this topic. We were already like discussing and (laughs) questioning. And I was like, we should just hit record and be doing this on our podcast because that's what we do. So my first question was like, is it ever okay to yell at people? And I decided that biblically it's not. Mm -hmm. And Melissa was like, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. I don't disagree. I just don't know. I
1: was like, is it actually unbiblical to yell? I'm like- it doesn't really she was talk like, Did Jesus
0: ever yell? And yeah. I was like,
1: Well, we don't know, no, don't know if he yelled. He didn't work tables and he was uh, yeah. he scolded.
0: Yeah.
1: So Rachel said to me, She goes, Well, it's never biblical to um oh shoot, what what was the phrase you used? Or the it's never biblical to it's always biblical to keep your your control. tongue in check. Take, mm. keep control. And I said, Well, I don't necessarily think that yelling and always goes in hand in hand with being um I have no words. Out of control with your tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my words are. And um, Whereas
0: for me, it usually almost always does.
1: Yes. And and so it does my husband. When he yells, it's usually because he's out of control with his tongue. And I mm-hmm. think that for me, it's out of being backed into a corner and nobody is listening to me and I'm having a little tantrum, but
0: I'm not saying back <laughs> with my mouth. I'm saying, listen to me. <laughs> That is so funny. Well, I said, well, don't you apologize then when you yell? And she's like, not if they made me yell because they're not (laughs) listening. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) If I am hurtful or rude
1: with raising my voice at my kids, I will definitely apologize. But I, and I I don't think I'm a big yeller. I am firm. Like I talk firm. So some, my kids probably say I yell all the time because I talk, when I talk firm, they say I'm yelling and I'm like, this is not yelling. (laughs)
0: They're like, oh, my gosh, they don't even know. Like, and I'm thinking I mean, you've heard your dad yell. You no, know, <laughs> really, we're not in the same same genre right now. <laughs> if the neighbors can hear him yell, then you cannot be compared. No, I'm just exactly, kidding. i know exactly. the neighbors can hear him yell, I know. Well, so, you know, we have – there's so many verses. I mean we talked about controlling our tongue um, and our words mattering and stuff. There's so many verses about our – how we speak to people. It's like Proverbs 15.1, a soft answer turns away wrath, Mm -hmm. but a harsh word stirs up anger. So to me, yelling and harsh words are opposite of soft answer. Right. Right. So like to me, I'm like, (laughs) what'd you say? I'm
1: just laughing at the way you're deconstructing that.
0: (laughs) Well, we're having a debate here-ish, a debate-ish. I'm like, uh, to me, that's what that means. Like yelling is not a soft answer, obviously. And they're using harsh words, which of course, yelling does not always equal harsh words. I, I don't really use harsh words almost, almost ever, but I do raise my voice like plenty. Mm-hmm. And so I believe it's not biblical, but I still do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not something I have on, in check yet. So yeah. uh, Proverbs twenty nine eleven: A fool gives full vent to a spirit. We talk a lot mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. venting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a foolish thing. But mm-hmm. a wise man quietly holds it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. To me, these like these say like we yeah. shouldn't be yelling. Proverbs 12, 8, 12, 18, there's one whose rash words are like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Again, rash words and yelling are not the same. Yeah. So some of these could be, they could go either way. Like yeah. I, I really don't know.
1: Yeah. And for those of you who are wondering why I'm even asking that question is I always ask the question. I'm always like, is what we're saying accurate? Is what we're saying like, is it actually biblical to not, is it unbiblical to yell? And what Rachel said to me, she goes, well, I don't think there's any Bible verses can like encouraging yelling. <laughs> and she was like, well, that's true. <laughs> and I'm not a big yeller. So I'm not trying to get around wanting to yell. I just was, yeah. I, it's just the way my brain works is yeah, I've learned to, in order for me not to just always believe what I've always been taught or to whatever mm-hmm. I just got a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's all we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this one's, this one's pretty clear. Proverbs 15, 8, a hot-tempered man, so to me, mm-hmm. yelling and hot-tempered go together, mm-hmm. stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty biblical. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: and I think maybe yelling and fear like, cause I mean, I'm literally doing what my kids do. You're yelling at me, mom. No, I'm talking firm. Like I'm talking yeah. in a strong voice that isn't the same as yelling. So I'm thinking of like people taking a strong stance and like saying, yeah. standing your ground and saying not the same.
0: same. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I believe fully biblically okay. they're not the same. No. Um, Jesus took plenty of firm stances. And... and that's what I was processing through in my mind
1: is, yeah. was there ever, was any of that ever considered yelling? And yeah. you are probably right that it was not. <laughs> well and I wasn't
0: there. So I'm just like making
1: I'm when I, I review know. my <laughs> tape recordings from those days and age when Jesus was talking, I could see that he was not yelling. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh that was stupid. <laughs>
0: <You> know. <laughs> I, I know. I don't
1: know why I said it. No, <laughs> you can Just delete that out but you probably won't.
0: <laughs> no, I probably won't. So no. if it's if we decide it's not not in the bible to yell mm-hmm. so there's a strong case to not yell in the yeah. bible so then should what should we do when we do yell at our loved yeah. ones because okay. we do it yeah. i do it i'm not a screamer i don't say things that i shouldn't say when i'm angry or, or uh, mad i don't usually swear like i certainly don't swear at my children or whatever mm-hmm. um there is one person in my life who swears whenever they're mad and sometimes i match that Joey's mm-hmm. like, you're supposed to be Christ to that person. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so easy. Okay. okay like, shut I'm the up. <laughs> What'd you say? You're like, shut the bleep up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's always an apology that follows. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Whenever I'm mad. Whether whether I'm you speaking truthfully, I'm not speaking harshly, whatever. I still apologize. Especially. Yeah. So it's interesting because the one kid of mine, of my younger four, the one who I feel like no, the two who I feel like can handle yelling the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost like sometimes quote unquote need it. Like it's like, that's when they pay attention. Right. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. are the ones who will come to me and be like, "It really hurt my feelings when you yell at me. Sure. Interesting. And yeah. so then that's how I know yeah. Like if those two yeah. can handle it the most. And then my middle two, they're just pretty sensitive. So mm-hmm. I try really hard never to raise my voice at them because yeah. it is instant. They're, they're, everything changes. Their face yeah. changes, their mood, their, you know, and so I try really hard not to yell at them. I try really hard not to yell at all of my people. Yeah, <laughs> but some of them I try harder because I know it kind of crumbles them. Yeah, Imi like my their youngest. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, exactly. I don't want to like crush their spirits. My youngest, he will be like, it really hurt my feelings when you yelled at me. But sometimes I feel like it's good for him to have his feelings hurt because he hurts everybody's feelings. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes I mean, to know he just what it doesn't feels care. Like. Yeah. yeah, And so I'm not doing it to hurt his feelings. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it on purpose. I also think there's a purpose that God can use yeah. it. So like yesterday, for instance, it's nothing to do with yelling, but he had, um, at church on Sunday, his little friend brought me this beautiful little, it was in the shape of a tulip. It was the art, you know, and it was like watercolored. She had made it. It was mm-hmm. so cute. And I said, oh, Madison, is this for me? And she goes, well, it's for EJ. But he didn't want to hold on to it. So can you? And on the back, there was an E and an M. And I said, what's that for? And she goes, it's Eland and Madison. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so sweet. So it's in the car on Monday after school. And Elon goes, why is this in here? And oh. I go, oh, Madison gave it to me to hold. It. And he goes, I told her I didn't want that. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? And he was like, yeah, I told her I didn't like it and I didn't want it. And I was like, yeah. he makes me stuff all the time and he's so proud. And I said, how would you feel if you brought me your red folder filled with art? And I was like, I don't want any of that. I don't like any of it. He's like, well, that would hurt my feelings, right? And I was like, so then why did you do it? He's like, because I didn't care about her feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess at least he's honest. (laughs) Very honest. He's very honest. He's like the sweetest kid (laughs) until he's not. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I just didn't care about her feelings. And I was like, well, but your feelings would be hurt. Well, yeah, I don't want people to do that to me. And so I was like, he was really like indignant. Yeah, And I said, okay, well, for the rest of the day, I'm not going to worry about your feelings. And then he was mad. <laughs> don't do that to me. That's so mean. Blah, blah, blah And then he was like, I hate you, which he's oh, the only one of my yeah. kids who's ever said it. And he's yeah. only said it a couple of times. We're big on, we don't say hate. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, you know, he ends up like sitting in his bed and having a good old pout fest. And when he comes <laughs> out, you know, he ended up sending her a video saying he was sorry, but it's like, he learns from these things. Like, yeah. I didn't want to hurt his feelings, but I was like, it's the only way he really pays attention. Right. Like, by yeah. me saying, well, then I'm not going to care about your feelings. Yeah. Man. And he got real mad when I announced it. We're just not going to worry about Elon's feelings for the rest of the day. And then he was mad because <laughs> he thought he got was... pride. <laughs> yeah. That might have been a titch too far. I don't know. But <laughs> so all that to say is that, you know, I do think that regardless of if I should or shouldn't, I do think that when our really like hard kind of like outer shell kids express that it bothers them when we Mm -hmm. do something, God uses that. Like I fully believe that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's permission for us to do it. But I also like, well, God, you know, can use anything. Um, What's the verse, you know, God can use all things for the good, you know, Mm -hmm. of those who love him. It's like even our garbage. So that being said, that's how I really believe I'm not right when I yell at my kids Mm -hmm. because or my husband because it hurts all of them. They have all expressed that it hurts them, which sure. then says to me, I shouldn't do it. Now, maybe you have a different household and your kids are like, mom's yelling, you know, yeah. get your shoes on come down the stairs. I don't know. Yeah. But for, in my house, it hurts my kids. And so I yeah. do apologize. Like yeah. I think 95% of the time, I mean to always apologize. I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry, I shouldn't have yelled. I could have communicated that without raising my voice. Um, I think I tend to yell when I am
1: like I said, kind of back to, I feel exasperated. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, why is nobody listening to me? Like, yeah. I raise my voice in that aspect, and um, and normally they're the ones then apologizing to me because they're like, yeah. "I'm sorry." So that's why I'm like, it's not that I don't apologize when I yeah. if I'm rude, but I'm rude. a lot of times my yelling comes from that. Like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah I'm, I'm like lying. literally thinking through, <laughs> like, yeah. trying to
0: think through scenarios. I had kids, like even my little neighbor. Next door, he's 18 months old, and their backyard butts up to our, like, um, driveway. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he wants to come play with the balls, and they just pass him over the fence, and he comes and plays with us. Well, if a ball goes, like, running towards the road, and I yell, like, mm-hmm. Parker, stop! You know, oh. because it, I still apologize, because I know that that scares them. I'm like, I'm sorry I yelled. It was very important I got your yeah. attention, like, right away. And I always did that with my little kids. I still yeah. apologize, but yeah. I was like – because I just know – I know it scares them or it hurts them or, but it also gets their attention. And sometimes there's just a, this, a need for that. And yeah. I will, I will stand by that, but I yeah. still apologize. Yeah. And so for me, that's what I do when I yell at my loved ones, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate when my kids come and tell me how the way I speak makes them feel because then it, oh, for sure. it's helpful then. Cause I'm like, okay, I really need to work on this. And I'm not a huge yeller either. I used to be. I'm not. My husband hates yelling. He doesn't even Mm -hmm. like when we get across the house to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I think that's dumb. But (laughs) I don't like when my kids yell across the house. But I'm a grown up and I can yell across the house to anybody Mm -hmm. in my house. But he doesn't like it. He's just Mm -hmm. like, can we not? And so I have gotten better at it. But in general, I'm not a huge yeller. I do feel like this last year – my voice has been raised on the, like much more regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I shared some stuff in the last – just some stuff I'm dealing with in my marriage and mm-hmm. I'm just a little mad sometimes. And yeah. and so I'm much more short-tempered and hot-fused or hot-tempered and short-fused. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's right. right. <laughs> and it's not it's not excusable. It's not permissible. But I'm also like, I'm just in the season and I am mm-hmm. hoping to not be in it forever. Yeah. Um, but it's like extra hard because it's making things worse because my husband hates being he hates being around yelling. Not even mm-hmm. if it's aimed at him, he hates being around yeah. it. But he definitely yeah. doesn't like it's aimed at him.
1: Yes. No. I'm more on the page with Joey in that. Like, I live in a very loud household. Like, we can sound like we're yelling just in talking because we all are very, right. very loud. And I'm a part. I mean, I have a loud voice. Rachel has a loud voice. But my husband has a loud voice. All my kids have a loud voice. Mm-hmm. And um, and sometimes I feel like they're all just yelling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can everyone just talk? Like, and they're. Right. They're not phased by it. They're like, we're not mad at each other. I'm like, I know it just feels like too it much feels Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just processing through yelling.
0: <laughs> In <Yeah. my> head. <laughs> well, I think because you're not you're not a huge yeller, like, um, <clears throat> so then it feels a little like when you do yell, which is so seldom, you're kind of like, hmm, it is different. I know. Yeah. Versus like someone like me or Bill who like yelling is our default. We have to work really hard not to be that way. And I mean, I I would guess at least 50% of our audience is like Bill and I, if not more. Probably. And I do feel like even people who aren't yellers turn into yellers when they have kids. For sure. Absolutely. Though I don't remember you yelling at your
1: kids much. Yeah. I I was going to say, am I I making that up? (laughs) No, I didn't yell a lot when they were little. I, um, I tend to be a more steady, like in my own reactions to things. And and um, so that's why, like when I when I get to yelling, I'm like in tears because I'm just like I yeah. feel ignored and I feel I, exasperated is the word that I keep thinking of. And so mm-hmm. then it it feels like hurtful to me that I am at this point
0: where I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Dad didn't yell no. much growing up at no. all. But no. When he did, no, he knew we had pushed him. <laughs> And then we were apologizing like your kids. Right,
1: exactly. Like, who? Oh, we pushed them to the edge. So I have a story about this. So, um, like Rachel said, our dad really, I mean, he's raised his voice uh, maybe a handful of times in our life. Like, it's just very, he's just very calm. And let's not um, forget, this
0: is the one who tackled someone to the ground in pursuit yes, so of that someone who was who's running extra from the truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, when I, after I graduated high school, we were living
1: in Tennessee and I wanted to come back to Minnesota because this is where we're from. And I moved in with my grandparents, my mom's mom, our mom's mom and dad. And our grandpa is amazing. But if you've ever seen the movie Meet the Fockers, he was the dad. Like he, Circle of Trust, like kind of just doesn't, you have to earn your, you earn him for trust. And he's, he's very intense. He was a prison warden and, and um and so and he was just and a marine yeah and a marine I mean he was stern he laughed like any I mean like had the best laugh in the world but he was very very intense and stern and he could get mad and and um, one time I was living with them and I was in the bathroom getting ready and he's like pounding on my bathroom door because he wanted to talk to me about something but he was definitely very stern in this pounding and I mean he never got mad at me and I lived there but I was like Grandpa I'm, I'm in my towel I can't answer why are you, what's wrong? Why are you so mad? And he's like, I'm not mad. I'm just being really firm. And I was like, grandpa, you're firm is like, my dad's angry. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So when you're knocking on the door firm, I'm in trouble <laughs> if I'm thinking of my yes. dad. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Oh my gosh. Did he apologize? He la- oh, he died laughing because <laughs> <laughs> he knew as as it how true that was. That's
0: so funny. <laughs> well, I saw this quote that I loved and it's Unknown. The author is unknown and I loved it. It says an apology is the super glue of life. It can oh. repair just about anything. Mm-hmm. No, obviously, apology after apology with no change right. is it, where you, you got to back it up with yeah. some change. But um, I mean, it's true. I always tell my kids it's not so much as how what you do is how you handle it in the end. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I would love if they just handled everything perfectly, but psh, I don't. Happen. So right. I can't expect that. Yeah. But if they can come back and, like, own it and be like, I, I handled that poorly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Right? Changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's not even because I need the apology. It's It brings you closer together. Right. And there's humility and there's, you know, reconciliation mm-hmm. and resolution. And yeah. Almost so anything that quote, can be
1: healed if there mm-hmm. is a genuine apology right. involved. Yeah. That's true.
0: So if you're a big yeller and it does not – get backed with an apology. I'm just going to big fat challenge you right now. That is our challenge to you today, right in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. You need to start apologizing Mm -hmm. honestly, every single time. Mm -hmm. That is my, my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, and my belief and my experience is that it, it changes things. It does. It softens hearts. It, and honestly it's humble. It's humbling. It's, it's a reminder to us. I don't want to apologize 40 times a day Mm -hmm. for yelling. I would much rather apologize once or twice, right? Like I'm still probably apologizing 10 times a week for yelling. Mm -hmm. Maybe not even that much, but like some weeks, of course, Mm -hmm. it might be more. Well, that's because I probably yelled 40 times a day. And when I started apologizing, I was like, well, this is embarrassing. Right. Exactly. And so I started it's a mirror. That apology is say, really a I was just gonna say the yeah. word mirror. Yep, exactly. You and your visuals. I'm learning from you. <laughs> I love your visuals. They're always helpful for me. So, and honestly, it's so simple. If you're not apologizing, it's so simple. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. It was not fair to mm-hmm. you. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So easy. Remy, I my ten year old. He's so sensitive, and I, I shouldn't have yelled at you, buddy. I could have said that in a hundred other ways. Can you forgive me? Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. I don't want to yell. And, and he always forgives me. They all do, you know. And um, but also, I'm always changing. I'm always working on it. Yeah. If I just yelled more and more and more, I'm just apologize. Our apology is kind of dead. I mean, it is. That's it what, needs to be backed with some work. That's but. what I
1: was gonna say. I'm like, yes, yeah, start apologizing. Hopefully, like Rachel said, you'll become a, be like, oh, that is embarrassing. I don't want to be apologizing 40 times a day. But if you're like, oh, I'm just gonna keep apologizing and not change it, right. eventually, the the apology will mean nothing, and it's it's like right. you, you lose. Um, And your trust and integrity in that because Mm -hmm, for sure.
0: Well, I love the verse in Psalm 51 through that says for, I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. I love that because it's like when we pay attention to what we're doing wrong and we see it, Mm -hmm. then we want to do something about Mm -hmm. it. If we turn a blind eye to it and we just pretend it's not an Mm -hmm. issue and we don't really see it, then we're not going to do something about it. And that's where apologizing is humbling because Mm -hmm. you're suddenly faced With the facts and the reality Mm -hmm. of how often it needs to be done. Well, and you're admitting Um,
1: to somebody else, like, I'm in the wrong. Like, every time I do this, I'm in the wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, and saying sorry shows maturity. Mm -hmm. Like, it's teaching our kids, first of all, we want to raise people who can apologize. Mm -hmm. I think there's not a single person here, if you have kids or maybe even just nieces and nephews Mm – you want them to be people who apologize, and they do that through modeling. Yeah. There is no—I mean, it's very unlikely that kids are going to grow up and learn how to apologize well if they weren't modeled that. True. Um, and First Corinthians thirteen eleven says, "When I was a child, I spoke like a child, mm-hmm. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. And when I was a man, I gave up my childish ways." Mm-hmm. And this—I just love this pairing with the apology—is mm-hmm. because when we're kids, yeah, Elon didn't even think he needed to apologize to his friend right. for saying. I don't like that. I don't want that. Right. <laughs> because right. he's six. Yeah. By the time he's 18, he will know. Yeah. He might not apologize, but he will know yeah. he owes that person an apology yeah. because he is being taught, hey, that's not okay. And you need to take care of your friend's heart in this matter. And, yeah. and then Matthew 5, 23 through 24 said, "If what if you are offering your gift at the altar? So this is like a gift to God, right? Mm-hmm. We're offering something to God. And then you remember that some someone has something against you. Mm-hmm. Leave your gift and go make peace with that person. Then come and offer mm-hmm. the gift. And that is a really good reminder to me that like when we have an issue between someone, with someone, um, especially when it's ours to own, mm-hmm. there is a disconnect between yeah. us and God. I mean, yeah. that's what this verse says
1: to me. Mm-hmm. Is that what it would say to you too? Oh, for sure. And again, when I so when I read this, I think of – um, so I often see the parallel of parent, uh, like I know not everyone's a parent, but because right. I am a parent, I, I, I learned so much about who God was with me and who I am with God through my parenting, mm-hmm. and um, and so, like, yeah, if I have a child coming who I know has just been rotten to another kid in my house, mm-hmm. but then they want to come to me and act like everything's normal, I'm like, um, right. hey, now yeah. I've seen this, you need to go yeah, that. like uh-huh. you, especially if they're like asking for something, like, can you give me a ride, or can I have a snack, or can I borrow some money, or can I go to the movie? Like, uh, yeah, not yeah, really. that's a
0: great, I've never actually thought of it that way, but mm-hmm. I don't know why because that's that's like a really clear example. It's just the way my brain works like
1: and analogies yeah. and metaphors just are always it's like it helps me make it real and so God has spoken a lot to me through analogies and metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was going to say about it. the about the apologizing cuz I had said that you know Bill is more the yellow in our family but he's also the one who has led the example mm-hmm. from the day I met him in apologizing. I remember when we first started dating he would apologize to me about things that I would be like that doesn't Seem necessary to apologize for it. He's yeah. like, why would I not apologize to you if I mm-hmm. did something yeah. that hurt, was hurtful, even if it's small, mm-hmm. and it helped me really understand the 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 importance and the value of apology. And so, and obviously like with the yelling, he's gotten so much better at yelling. Like that is something he's with, with anger stuff. He's worked on it. And he's doesn't yell near the way he used to. So when he's like, a, he's a better yeller now, he's, yes. he's better at it. <laughs> he's gotten so much better so at yelling. So <laughs> much better.
0: <laughs> like he's taken some classes. That was he's direct. Really
1: creative. And to the point And that yelling. Yeah. And, um, and he, uh, anytime he yells at our kids, which is not often, but when he does, he is immediate to apologize. I mean, he always mm-hmm. goes and apologizes to them. And so, um, mm-hmm. and I can say that they like have so much respect for him, even though mm-hmm. he has yelled at them more than I have, he, because of the conversation yeah. that comes after it and they know that he is, he's humble when he's apologizing, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and it's created really great relationships with, you know, we have adult right. kids and teenagers and, um, right. that well, he, if he hadn't been an, an apologizer, I think he could have hurt right. their relationship. He would have yes. hurt their relationships. Mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. For
0: sure. And I would say the same of myself. Yeah. You know, I, and I think humility too. It it makes relationships more safe. Yes, like oh, it makes sure. the other person more safe because mm-hmm. you know they can see what they've done, how they hurt you, and mm-hmm. they want to do better. Yeah. Um. So our third our third point is to make a plan to move forward. So we said you got to apologize, right? But let's make a plan to move mm-hmm. forward. And I have another unknown quote, and I'm again, I don't know why I care to know who wrote these things, but I do. I'm like these people need credit because mm-hmm. this is a good one. Apologies are not meant to change the past. They are meant to change the future. For sure. Yeah. And I love that. And that's the whole, you, you got to, you have to back your words with mm. showing mm-hmm. effort and change. Mm-hmm. And um, so how, how will we stop hurting our loved ones? We have to make a plan. We have to share it with those we love, mm-hmm. even allowing them to tell us how it makes them feel. Yes. So like for me, when I'm like, I need to share with my kids, you guys, I know I'm really struggling this. I know it's affecting you. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying out the plan. I am really going to work on it. Dad is going to hold me accountable. I'm praying about it. You know, you guys can hold me accountable. And I tell them what that looks like because they're kids and I want it to be done respectfully. Right. Um, but it's like, I'm going to lay it out. Like, this is how we're going to get to the bottom of this. I mean, we do that with our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we see your grades are not great. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the plan. Right. Like, you're going to not have any screens for a week. Right. You're going to work on your homework. You know, you're going to not miss any more assignments, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, We do. I I think we need to do the same thing as adults. Whether we have kids or not, you do it to your husband, mm-hmm. you do it to your friend. Mm-hmm. If you're yelling at your, like let's say you are the boss at work and mm-hmm. you're yelling at everyone. Yeah. How amazing would it be for your people under you if you're like hey, I know I have a problem with yelling and I really want to work on it. Mm-hmm. Can you guys just like trust that I'm, I'm working on it? Mm-hmm. It changes everything. Yeah. What gives grace? Because I know we keep talking about kids but, but no, what it, would you say? But anytime,
1: it allows grace to enter the picture yeah. because as soon yeah. as um yeah, when somebody is offensive towards you, whether it's yelling or whatever, we're talking about yelling. It's so easy to just start building a wall with them. But the minute they're not only apologize, but then also say, I am working on this. This is like, Mm -hmm. suddenly we have grace for their mistakes and we have, it's like, it softens Mm -hmm. everything about the relationship. Yeah. Whether it's in a a work environment or a friendship or kids, whatever. Yeah. Right. Well,
0: and like God honors our desire to make a change. Mm -hmm. Like he totally does. Mm -hmm. Psalm 24 20 verse four says, may he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. Mm -hmm. That's not just talking about, I want a vacation and I want a big house. It's like, I want to stop yelling at my family members. Yeah. That if that's our heart's desire and we are bringing that to him, he will make changes. Mm -hmm. might never be perfect. I mean, we are still living in this, you know, fallen world, Mm -hmm. but huge changes can come as a result of that. Well, and then Proverbs 16, three commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. If you're like, Lord, I want this. I promise to my family, I'm working on this with me and God. Like he is going to help us. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what were we going to say? Oh, I was just going to say when, you know, it talks to our heart's desire is
1: that my understanding of that is, like you said, it's not about like I want a vacation stuff. But when our heart aligns with the heart of God, Mm -hmm. why would he not want to step in and be like, let's do this thing? Like if our desire is to align align our heart. And of course, he wants us to be humble and grace filled or Mm -hmm. great and uh, not grace filled. I mean, yes, that, but that's not what I meant. Humble and apologetic. (laughs) I know that's I like, that's not what I meant in this scenario is that he just, he wants us to be humble and apologetic. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, he's absolutely going, I mean, think about it again. If, if I'm talking about my kids again, because this is where I have, but even my husband or a friend, if somebody comes to me and says, I am really struggling in this area, will you help me? And I can see that like, this is a good avenue for them to be working on. I'm going to do whatever I can to help them. And I'm just a human being like, God our creator is going to do everything to help us and
0: right Mm -hmm. exactly so our last point is just pray 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 Mm -hmm. like we just need to be praying about Mm -hmm. these things the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and Mm -hmm. effective James 5 16 and Philippians 4 6 do not be anxious about anything in every situation present your request to God Mm -hmm. we have to be praying about these things Mm -hmm. yep something because we can't just change ourselves no no and
1: you know there. um the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. And that is something right. that has been um, something that I have practiced and focused on since probably for 25 years, really, it's probably since getting married. And what that looks like to me, it's not that I'm always like, dear Lord Jesus, blah, 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 dear Lord Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Like, But when I know something is like getting heated or something's about to happen, I in my head, I'm like, okay, Lord, Okay, Jesus, talk to me. Okay, Jesus. like sometimes we mm-hmm. don't have enough time to like say words to him, but I will just call mm-hmm. in his name, and I can feel him flooding the Holy Spirit, flooding mm-hmm. me with giving me a calmness, or words to say, right. or a humility, or whatever it is that I need in that moment. And um, mm-hmm. that's what I believe praying without ceasing is: is just always keeping him right here in your mind, um, even in right. the middle of. I mean, there's times when we're doing this podcast, and I suddenly I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to say what I want to say, or I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. And I'm like, okay. I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay, Lord, say it through Like I need you, like you need to be on and like, right. And, um,
0: so yeah. Yeah. So I kind of already gave my challenge. Do you remember what it was? Apologize. (laughs) Apologize. Apologize. Oh, was that our challenge? I think that's what you, I mean, you did challenge people that. Okay. I could not for the life of me. I was like, I know I was like, I'm doing that challenge right now, but that's what it was. Yeah. You said start apologizing right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. That's a good one.
1: That is a good one.
0: <laughs> High five. <laughs> I'm going to type it out right now. Um, all right, you guys. Well, thank you for joining us and rating us and reviewing us and sharing us. And if you mm-hmm. haven't done that, please do. Yes. Um, and yeah. We also love to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you're learning, what you want to hear about, things like that. Yeah. So all right, guys. Have a great day.
1: You might feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess. Nonetheless, that's the name of our podcast.